Here's my question for you as we start off another show. Who's the best Big 12 quarterback today? Serious question. Who, who is the best Big 12 quarterback today in this moment? It's a very easy question to debate, and it's one that I don't believe there's a clear answer to right now at all. I, I just don't. I'm Pete Mundo. HeartlandCollegeSports.com is, of course, our Big 12 independent digital media outlet. And it's always great to have you guys on board for another show. I mean, this is uh, the weakest I can remember the Big 12 being a quarterback in a very long time. Now, the running back position's in great shape, by the way. You look at the running backs in this league. You look at guys like Bijan Robinson. You look at Deuce Vaughn, Brees Hall, Letty Brown, Zach Evans. That's a great top five. That's without even getting to guys like Jalen Warren at Oklahoma State, right? Without even talking about guys like Abram Smith and Baylor, who's looked very solid. Uh, but you think about those top five running backs, and you can make a case. Is it Letty Brown? Is it Brees Hall? Is it Bijan Robinson? Uh, who is that guy that you would say is the top? Is it Deuce Vaughn? Who is the top running back in this league? That's a great thing to debate and a fun thing to debate. And it's fun because they're all really good. With the Big 12 right now in the quarterback play, it's it's not so good. It's not looking so sharp. And it's really been something to watch. Now, I also believe the defenses in this league are better than they've been in quite some time top to bottom. The Big 12 defensively has been trending in a positive direction for quite some time. And that's something that the league deserves credit for. They finally realized that, you know, just having a bunch of 63 to 56 games is not great, and also you got to at some point win a game on the defensive side of the ball. You just have to do it. The Big 12 has learned that. The coaching staffs have learned that, and it's been fun to watch to bring defense back to this league. I mean, if you look at the Big 12 top to bottom, you say right now, Baylor, Iowa State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, K-State, all have very solid, very steady defenses. It's amazing I'm not putting TCU in that category, but when you give up 40-plus to SMU uh, after giving up 30-plus to Cal, I, I'm not dying to crown TCU as a defensive uh, juggernaut right now. I'm just not looking to do that. But there's enough teams in the Big 12 right now where you can say yes. I mean, they've got very good defenses and defenses that with average offenses can win them a lot of games. But if we're looking at the quarterback position right now, like some of the top guys, Spencer Rattler, Brock Purdy, Spencer Sanders, it feels like in many ways they've regressed in a weird way. And I'm surprised by it as much as any. In fact, I thought that some of these guys would take an even bigger step forward because they finally had a full offseason. Last year was COVID, no spring practice. You know, summer was weird. So I thought last year... You didn't see guys make the progress that specifically you wanted them to make. Now, I was thinking about second-year guys like Spencer Sanders and Jarrett Dagey and guys of that ilk. But as it turns out, I mean, even guys that are going from year one to year two, like Spencer Rattler, has not looked very good. And guys going into year three, Brock Purdy, not looked very good. I mean, It's just stunning to me. I mean, two years ago, Brock Purdy was like, maybe he's a top half of the first round kind of guy. Now, would you take a mid-round flyer on Brock Purdy? I mean, maybe, I guess. Uh, it seems like a good kid, good guy. 
But I wouldn't do much more than that based on what I've seen so far this season. And, yes, I know you can turn things around and things can improve and get better, and, and we all know that. But if you're saying to me, Pete, you got to win one game today with a Big 12 quarterback, who are you taking? I'm probably taking Spencer Rattler. Probably. Like, I, I might take Skylar Thompson if he's healthy, to be totally honest, but he's not healthy. Tyler Shuck at Texas Tech, a guy who's also talked about as a potential first-round pick if things break just right. He's injured. Jared Dagey, uh, no. In fact, not so certain I wouldn't be starting Garrett Green next week with Neil Brown. Max Duggan hasn't made the progress I thought that. I mean, the offense looks good at TCU. The offense is not the problem. But it's not like I watch Max Duggan and say, oh, man, that's my guy to win a Big 12 game today. Like, the person playing the best right now is Casey Thompson at Texas over the last couple of games. But... He's done it against Rice and Texas Tech, and he's got two starts under his belt. So I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, yeah, Casey Thompson's my guy to win a game today. I'm probably taking Spencer Rattler, but I'm not doing it with a lot of confidence, right? I, I mean, Baylor's playing great football. You taking Gary Bohannon? No. You taking Spencer Sanders at Oklahoma State? No. Jalen Warren's powering that offense right now in the backfield for the Cowboys. Uh, you taking whoever's playing quarterback at Kansas? Goodness gracious, no. Never. K-State's got no quarterback with Thompson out. So it's I, – I can't think of the last time the Big 12 has been this bad at quarterback. And then you combine that with solid running games and better defenses and things look even more uh, disappointing at the most important position in football. But it also goes to show you, by the way, how difficult it is to get guys who, you know, can succeed at this position. It's not easy. And you think back to the Big 12, and the Big 12 has made it look easy. That's that's the amazing part. The Big 12 has made it look easy at times. And that's something that the league never got enough credit for because it was like, oh, well, you know, the Big 12 just doesn't play defense. That's why this is happening. You see, it's all about the fact that nobody plays any defense. And oh, blah, 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 blah. I mean, we, we've all heard it a million times. But, no, there was a stretch there where this conference – I mean, had absolute studs at the quarterback position. Think about it. You go back just a few years, Baker Mayfield, Patrick Mahomes, Mason Rudolph, Trevon Boykin, Will Greer. These guys were all lighting up the Big 12 at about the same time. You look at about a five-year window, all of those guys were lighting up the Big 12 in incredible fashion. And it was, oh, the Big 12 doesn't play defense. No, no, no. But it's, I mean, yes, the defense was not what it is now, but also those guys were really blanking good, really blanking good. And they never got enough credit for how good that they were because the media did it through the prism of, well, you know, I mean, it's just the Big 12 being the Big 12 just because the Big 12 doesn't play any defense. Uh, no, that's that was not the main and only reason. It wasn't. And if you want to go back, you know, 10 years to that 2010-2011 range, and you think about guys like Brandon Whedon and Robert Griffin III and Colin Klein and Geno Smith, I, you know, and I'm, I know I'm just ripping off some of the names off the top of my head, but, I, like, that is a great group of, of quarterbacks that you had in this league that only has had 10 teams in it, of course, for the past decade. 
it, it's really been impressive what this league has done and and how it's developed at that position, despite the fact that it hasn't gotten as many you know four or five star guys as the SECs and Big Tens of the world. I mean, Michigan. When's the last time Michigan had a quarterback, right? A competent quarterback. When's the last time you know you think about the Florida Gators, who you know have had really good teams here as of late, but. Uh, a guy like a, a quarterback who has just lit it up for two, three years at a time and then launched into the NFL, that that has not happened more often than not, or at least been considered a solid NFL prospect. It hasn't happened a lot, but it has in the Big 12, especially given the fewer teams that they have. It's even more impressive on a you know per capita basis if you want to look at it from that perspective. So uh, this is a down year for the league at the quarterback position. There's no doubt about it. And while I still would take today, if I'm winning a game, need to win a game, I would take Spencer Rattler. I wouldn't feel great about it. I would say, well, I'm not going to take Casey Thompson, who started two games. Uh, I'm not going to take Brock Purdy right now, who just, I don't know, doesn't look comfortable. Missing guys on five-yard crossing routes against Baylor. I mean, that, that miss uh, to Xavier Hutchinson would have completely changed the game. Instead, they kick a field goal, and as I recall after that was the kickoff return by Treston Ebner. So it's like, I'm, I'm not feeling great about Brock Purdy at this point in time. Duggan, Sanders, Daigie, now nah. Thompson's hurt. He might be the guy, but uh, it's now it makes for a fun year. I will add that, too. It's going to make for a really fun year, but here's what we know as well. If you don't have a quarterback at any level of football, you can win, but you're not going to certainly play for a national championship. I know Clemson lost, and this has been a really strange year of college football. It's amazing how many upsets there have been. And not just like upsets, but like FCS versus Power 5 upsets. It's nuts. Absolutely nuts. But uh, put that aside, I'm having a hard time finding right now that team in the Big 12 that's going to make a serious run outside of Oklahoma if it can get the offense figured out. The defense is playing really well for OU. I'm just shocked we're a month in. And, you know, the offense is playing the way it's playing. If you told me Oklahoma would win its three games outside of Western Carolina, which is an FCS team, if they would beat Tulane by five, Nebraska by seven, and West Virginia by three, that's three wins by a total of 15 points. That's less than what the spread was. Less than what the spread was this past week against West Virginia. Uh, that is That is crazy. What has gone on on that front? Absolutely crazy. But it's the kind of season that we're dealing with, and it's been a heck of a ride to watch. I'll put it that way, a heck of a ride to watch. And we're only like, we haven't even had a full week of conference play yet. Not even a full week of conference play. And here we are already, you know, talking about, are we going to have two seven and two teams in the Big 12 championship? That wouldn't surprise me for a second. My guess is someone's going to be eight and one. Someone's going to be seven and two. But two seven and two teams, nah, wouldn't shock me at all to see two seven and two teams playing the Big Twelve Championship game at Jerry World come early December. All right, so it, it is, and we're just getting into the thick of conference play. I'm Pete Mundo, HeartlandCollegeSports.com is of course how you join us and follow us each and every day. And let's get to our Big Twelve Power Rankings for Week Five. But before we do it, let me tell you about our friends at MyBookie.com, where with our promo code BIG12, you double your deposit right now at MyBookie.com. And they are such good partners of of this show and, frankly, the entire website as well. Uh, Big fans of the Big 12, big fans of what we do. 
And that's why I've been exclusive with them on this front for several years. And they become a very important partner to us at heartlandcollegesports.com. So your first time deposit at mybookie.com. And, geez, conference play starting this week, so get on it, right? You got TCU, Texas. You got a great slate of games. You've got Baylor, Oklahoma State. Place your bets at mybookie.com and get free money right out of the gates with our promo code BIG12. That is BIG12 for a 100% sign-up bonus. You don't want to miss this opportunity. Um, and there's no better promotions code. You don't have to unlock the money. You just put in BIG12. They double your deposit. 100 to 200, 200 to 400. They'll take care of you at mybookie.com. Thanks, guys, for supporting them as much as you support us. Really appreciate that. All right, here are the power rankings. At number one, we've got the Oklahoma Sooners. Yes, uh, they are struggling, but they are 4-0. They are the six-time defending champs, and they beat a solid West Virginia team on Saturday. Plus, they get the edge over Baylor since they do have a non-conference Power 5 win against Nebraska. Baylor does not have that. And when you've won six straight Big 12 titles, I think it is fair to give OU the benefit of the doubt until they, you know, actually lose a game. Is that fair? Is that fair? I think it is. At number two in the Big 12 power rankings, Baylor making the jump from seven. I told you, Baylor fans, I said, you can make me eat crow. You beat Iowa State this weekend, and we are humming right along. And we've got plenty to talk about. Well, you did just that. You shut me up. You guys beat a very good Iowa State team. Sure, Iowa State had its issues and made its mistakes, but you guys got it done. That's what matters. And you got it done when you were outgained by 200 yards. You did the little things better. You won the game in the trenches. It made a difference, and you looked like the more savvy and veteran team, which you are not. Iowa State was the more savvy and veteran team, but you beat them. So Baylor takes a big jump up. From number seven to number two in this week's Big 12 football power rankings. At number three, the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Also up from number eight, the Cowboys beat our number one team last week in Kansas State. And here they are at number three after rolling K-State 31-20. to Still haven't looked great on offense. But I like Jalen Warren, the JUCO transfer. Technically Utah State transfer, but he's been all over the map. I, I love the way he runs between the tackles. Tough, low-to-the-ground kind of dude. Piled up, what, nearly a couple hundred yards again this past weekend. And now they get a second straight top 25 matchup with the Baylor Bears this weekend And what is the most anticipated Big 12 game of Week 5. At number four, the Texas Longhorns. They drop a spot from number three. But, you know, you look at where they are right now you can't put them above OU and Baylor and Oklahoma State got better wins on Saturday than did Texas yes they looked impressive spanking Texas Tech by 35 points and putting 70 on the board but despite all of that I can't put them above Baylor or Oklahoma State who each got ranked wins and Texas Tech is not even close to being a ranked team no way no how are they close to being a ranked team So that's where things are at right now with the Texas Longhorns. Got them at number four. They blew out Tech. They've scored nearly 130 points. Unbelievable. They've scored nearly 130 points the last two games against Rice and Texas Tech. And Casey Thompson's playing like a guy who's got zero interest in giving that job back up to Hudson Card. And know the name, all right? Know the name Xavier Worthy, wide receiver, Texas 
He had three touchdown catches over the weekend, five catches for 100 yards. Uh, This guy was a flip from Michigan at wide receiver, and he's a freshman, and he is already making his presence felt. Very impressive so far from him, and uh, looking better every single week, especially the offensive side of the ball. Meantime, at number five, we've got the West Virginia Mountaineers. They are down a spot from number four, and you know, they almost had an epic back-to-back after beating Virginia Tech last week for a top 15 win. They almost got a top five road win against OU. And I get it, man. That one burns. It absolutely burns if you're a West Virginia fan. But you got to understand that right now with this West Virginia team, until the offense is figured out and until either Jared Dagey, the light switch goes off, or Neil Brown finds his guy, there is a ceiling for West Virginia and they will be in a lot of those 20 to 17 type of games and they'll find themselves in the middle of the big 12 pack unless that position gets dramatically better very soon. But if you're a West Virginia fan, I hope you have loaded up on, on booze for the year because I mean, I'm telling you, you can win a bunch of games, but they are all going to be nail biters with the way this team is structured. Every single one of them, is going to be a nail-biter. In fact, I think we've got a lot of those 20-17, 24-20 kind of games in the Big 12 this year. That's just that's just my gut. That's my hunch based on what we're seeing so far this season. At number seven in our Big 12 power rankings, we've got the Kansas State Wildcats all the way down from number one, all the way down. And I don't see how you have them any higher right now. Uh, they did not look good, not look good at all against Oklahoma State. And, yeah, you say, well, 31-20. I mean, it it felt like a three-touchdown game. Now, it was for a lot of the game, but it felt like it, too, because of just how bad Kansas State's offense looked. Will Howard went down. Jaron Lewis steps in. He didn't look any good. It was like, can we get another Malik Knowles punt or kickoff return? Can we get something here to get it going? Because that's what they desperately needed. And they couldn't get it. So I don't see how this offense is going to be able to do enough until Skylar Thompson gets back at quarterback. And with Oklahoma up this weekend, yeah, I don't like that at all. I don't. I don't like that one bit. No way, no how. So Kansas State number seven in the power rankings this week. At number eight, the TCU Horn Frogs. TCU down from five. That loss to SMU was a huge letdown over the weekend. I was so disappointed in TCU's loss to SMU. Uh, first time since 1993 that SMU has won this game two straight times. Uh, so you're going way, way back for SMU beating TCU two straight times. And the defense being a concern at TCU. I mean, if you told me that TCU would score 34 points, I'd say good. They'd win by two touchdowns. I'd cover the spread. That did not happen. Gave up 42-plus to SMU. Uh, and if this defense does not get figured out, Casey Thompson and Bijan Robinson are going to have a field day on Saturday for the Texas Longhorns. That could be a, a total shootout with the way each defense is playing. I mean, they made Henry Columbia look okay on the defensive side of the ball there uh, for Texas. So their defense, as we noted earlier, no great shakes. Uh, it's far from outstanding. Got a ways to go. So that could be a high-scoring game this week, and keep an eye on that. At number nine, the Texas Tech Red Raiders. And boy, it does just go from bad to worse 
Tyler Shuck's going to be out a few weeks for Texas Tech at quarterback. He was a guy a lot of people had been very high on coming into this season, and understandably so. I mean, he's looked good. I don't know if he's first-round NFL draft pick kind of good, but there's been some talk of that since he transferred from Oregon. But now he's out a few weeks, so Henry Columbia's your quarterback, and uh, he looked okay on Saturday in relief, but I've seen enough of Henry Columbia last year to know Matt Wells could have a long season in front of him, very long season in front of him. And at number 10, the Kansas Jayhawks wrapping things up in that number 10 spot. And I mean, what more can you say? They led Duke at halftime, all right? But then the wheels fell off in the second half. Yes, KU is slowly showing progress, but boy, it is the definition of slowly, slowly showing progress. So it is going to take time for Lance Leipold, but he knew that taking the job. He understood that, and that's something that should not be a shocker to him at all. No way, no how. I'm Pete Mundo. That's it for us today. Leave that rating and review on the website, on the uh, iTunes, by the way. Go to iTunes, leave a rating and a review. Five stars. We got a free koozie for you when you send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. It's the best way to get a free koozie. Heartland College Sports koozie is how you do it. And we appreciate you guys uh, so much being a part of the show. And our friends at MyBookie as well. The promo code BIG12, BIG12, doubles your sign-up bonus right out of the gates. Thanks so much, guys. We get the picks later this week. Stay tuned for that. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day.